This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There are a few updates in the Justin Evans case. The community where Justin lived had made a little memorial area surrounding the area where he was found or near where he was found. And they had put signs up and one of them said justice for Justin. There was flowers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline there and all kinds of little things to honor and remember Justin. Well, some a-hole came and took it all away. And the community and those who are following Justin's case is saddened and shocked by it. Clearly, it was someone who wanted it to be gone or needed it to be. Now, some of you may be asking, well, maybe it wasn't allowed to be on that property. Well, I can say it was allowed on the area. That's the reports that have been coming into me. And not only that, that there's been a tent in that area for quite some time and that hasn't been disturbed from my understanding in the past. Or if it has, it's been put up again. So now Justin's mom posted in Facebook and she had asked people for today, which is Sunday, July 11th, that if they wanted to come by, they are more than welcome to and add some things to the memorial. Now what's really cool is I received a bunch of pictures and it showed that this little memorial site is actually quite incredible. There was people who have contributed to things and I see, you can see in this video right here, some people made a cross to put in in the area. Uh, Justice for Justin sign again, happy birthday, his birthday is July 22nd. And just really heartwarming pictures and a cool little garden in there. You can see some hostas in there. And uh, it's just really, really cool. So even though something was, you know, disrespectful in my opinion to be taking these things away, everybody came together and it's now, you know, even stronger and better. Now, as I'm recording this, I just got a message here and it said that already People are taking the signs away from the area. And I'm just getting it. I'm, I'm getting chills right now. Uh, the post says, we have hit a nerve. Someone been there already and took stuff away. They spun off in anger as well. These are the signs that they took. This is awful. 
I just finished saying, you know, how good and positive it is that people are coming together even stronger for Justin. And now I get this and people are coming and taking them away. Um, completely disrespectful. It's a memorial area for Justin and people are angered to take it away. Why is that? I'm just confirming which signs they took, but it's completely brutal. So the two that they made off with is the OPP failed Justin and also the one asking where his phone is. I find that very interesting. And before they could get any more, they sped off. So I'm not sure who it was, what the vehicle was, but uh, we're going to find out. In other parts of the Justin case, we know that Ken McKinney is going to court. And Ken is Bud's dad, also his biological grandfather, and he will be appearing in court this week on July 13th. He was charged on May 28th with obstruction of justice regarding this case. Now, he was charged nine days after Justin was found. So I will keep you updated on this and we will find out more about what's going on and the particulars. Now, recently I had a members live stream and we were discussing Saturday, December 12th, the two days before Justin was reported missing. That was the shopping day and we did a little bit of math. I always say math is math. So that Saturday was the shopping day, as I mentioned, for um, Bud and Kiera and her two passengers. And even though there was 4.2 versions of that day, the math still does not add up. Now, Kiera stated that she went to 20 stores that Saturday. And from my previous timeline, she said that she had arrived at approximately 10 or 10.30 that morning and must have left uh, from Barrie back home to at around four o'clock. Now note, the time shifts all the time and it doesn't add up as of yet, but we're guesstimating now 10 to 10.30, as Kiera said, and possibly four that she left towards home. But again, that doesn't add up from where she said she went. So even with that timeline, that gives them about six hours, six and a half hours, let's just say six, to shop. And that sounds like plenty of time, right? To shop for Christmas uh, gifts. But there's a problem. This is two weeks before Christmas and it's during COVID. Now, all stores weren't open at the time as well and only a select few. And there were lineups in many of these stores to get in. Now, 20 stores divided by six hours, it's, you know, three in a little bit. That means you'd have to hit three stores per hour. Now, with those stores, you'd have to include waiting in line with limited amount of people who are allowed in, plus the time it takes to walk to the next store, plus the wait in line to pay, plus actually shopping for the item. And... I don't know about you, but I find that really interesting. Don't you hitting 20 stores in six hours with all these obstacles? That would be one heck of a power shopper. Now check out the footage that I found, which is actually dated the week before they went to Barry. So it's going to get a little bit busier as time goes on, right? And I want to state this as well. Friday, December the 11th was an update during COVID and they had announced they were having bigger restrictions on Monday. So that would Monday, December 14th, when the day Justin was actually reported missing. So people would hear this on Friday and then they would go shopping on Saturday. So you'd see a little bit of an influx, one would think. Check out the amount of people in this clip. Places like Georgian Mall will see more enforcement with lines outside of stores. 
maintaining a space of two meters apart. So now let's say there's a 15 minute wait, right? With all these people, maybe it's about 15 minutes, letting people do their shopping, could be more, could be less. But if you times 15 minutes by three, that's a 45 minute wait. Now you have 15 minutes in total to pick up the item, stand in line and pay. So this is something that just really stuck out to me. And maybe you guys can give me some thoughts and, and what you think about this. But I'm not saying that they would have to buy at every store, but to go to 20 stores in six hours seems, you know, doable aside from COVID. But because of these waiting times, and because it was Christmas time and not many stores open, plus you get an influx from my understanding from all sorts of uh, directions from Barrie, Ontario, because that's kind of the hub. So you're coming in from the north, you have people coming in from the south as well. It's going to be busy. Plus, not to mention, they just announced the restriction happening. So people are trying to get out and get their Christmas shopping done because they're saying that Monday was only for necessities. Also, a lot of people have been asking if I have any updates, which obviously I have this little mini update here. I am still researching in the background and I've had a few requests as well for some different types of videos, so I can be working on that as well. But just rest assured that just because I don't have a video made public doesn't mean I'm not working behind the scenes. It's important for you to know that and I will be updating you this week with Ken McKinney's case. We really want to find out what the obstruction of justice charge is and the details. Let's have a conversation in the comments below. Let me know your thoughts. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share this out wherever you can. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.